Welcome, and thank you for stopping by Biker Church, Wiley, Texas. Let's go on in and see what J.R. Franklin has to teach us today. I say good morning again. Good morning. Are y'all blessed to be here this morning? Amen. You don't even know how blessed you are. It's good to see all of you. We got quite a few folks out again today, traveling, sick, hurt, broke. Got a lot of clutches that keep falling and hurting themselves, so y'all keep them in your prayers. I ain't going to name names, Barbara, Luana. Tony, a few others. But he's not going to name names. But I'm not going to name any names anymore. <laughs> I, I've had a pretty tough week myself this week, as some of y'all know, some of you don't know, and I'm not going to stand up here and go through it this morning, because if I do, I won't make it through this service. But guys, keep uh, my family in your prayers. We're going through some stuff with my dad again, and it's been a tough week, and uh, I was looking in the Word of God, trying to find strength. Yep. I I found some strength in a place that I go to quite often when I need encouragement and when I need lifted up. A lot of y'all don't understand that sometimes, but King David was going through a lot of stuff in his life, Amen. and when he wrote the Psalms. He, he pretty much spelled it out for us of what we need to do. Today's message is going to come out of Psalm 67. Not one of the most popular psalms, but it is a nice one. It's got some weight to it. So when you get to Psalm 67, say amen. amen. <laughs> Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you for this morning. I ask that you bless the reading of the word today. Father, enlighten me. Fire my tongue up. Fire my spirit up. Let me gain strength and understanding. Let me convey it to the other people in this room that they may walk out of here today knowing that you are God. Knowing that you are still in charge. Knowing that you have everything in your hands. And that all we have to do is learn to walk by our faith, not by what we see. These things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Y'all there? Amen. God be merciful to us and bless us. And cause his faith to shine upon us. That your way may be known on earth. Your salvation among all nations. Let the people praise you, O God. Let all the people praise you. And let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you shall judge the people righteously. And govern the nations on earth. Let the people praise you, O God. Let us all the people praise you. Then the earth shall, shall void her increase. God, our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear him. Amen. All the earth shall fear him. Am I breathing too hard? Okay. I'm getting coached over here. But when I look at that and I hear God is in charge. God has a perfect plan. Amen. We may be 
tied up in our own going on right now. We may be looking for answers to problems that we don't even know is a problem. But they're there, guys. This place that we call home is not always perfect. Not everything goes on the way we want it to go on. But God is sovereign. Amen. I've been saying that a lot here lately. God is sovereign. Amen. You know what that means? Do you really know what God being sovereign means? His word is truth. He doesn't, he's not wishy-washy. He doesn't change his mind halfway down the stream. And he will stand by you when you don't want to stand by him. Amen. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I always stand. No, you don't. Mm -mm. Sometimes we try to stand on our own understanding. Yep. Sometimes we try to stand on our own desires. What I want counts, right? What I want to do is the most important thing there is, right? No. Come on. Come on. I don't act like y'all don't do it because I know all of you. We all have that tendency to want to do it our way. And when it don't work, who do we blame? God. God. If it don't work out the way we want it to, oh God, why didn't you allow that to happen? You know it's right. Yep. Why don't we stop trying to do it our way and try to do it His way for a while? Amen. You know, one thing I've learned about being a Christian is this. My way didn't work. My life before God did not work out very well. Nope. Oh, there was good days. I'll tell you right now, I had some great times before God. I partied and I played and I had good times and I had fun. But what was it? Drugs and alcohol. Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> it was really no value whatsoever, was it? My life had no purpose. I had nothing to look forward to. Oh yeah, I, I, grew, I had some money in my pocket every now and again. I had to have money to support my habits. <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't have any savings, but I had money. I had a lot of money at one time. I had about a $600 a week habit, so I had to have money. At least. At least $600 a week. I still had bills to pay. Well, okay, I had bills I was supposed to pay. <laughs> Life is not always going to be your way. Let me say that again. Life is not always going to be your way. You're going to have things that come against you. You're going to have troubles. You're going to have trials. You're going to have things that you don't understand why it's going on. That's right. But if you get in the Word of God, He'll tell you why it's going on. And I'm going to tell you this morning why things in your life gets tore upside down and you get all bent out of shape. Y'all ready? Disobedient to the Word of God. Amen. Disobedience to the Word of God will bring you nothing but troubles and sorrows. Amen. 
you learn what the Word says and you learn how to live by what God says, your life will stop hurting. Oh, you're going to go through some stuff, but you won't hurt. Because see, there's one thing I know that I know this. No matter what's going on in my life today, no matter where it looks like in my eyes, I am. I am still a sovereign son of the God Most High. And when it's all over with, I'm going to be okay. Sorry. I'm going to come through it. Not only am I going to come through it, but I'm going to be blessed at the end of it. Amen. Oh, but JR, you don't understand what I'm going through. I don't care. And I'm not being blunt. I'm not being mean. I don't care what you're going through as long as I know that you have God on your side and that you're trusting Him and at the end of your trials and your tribulations, you're going to stand firm on God. Amen. Can I guarantee you that for you? No. There's no guarantee that you're going to do it. I teach you. I preach. I tell you what God says. I read the Word. Every week I read the truth out of this book about what you need to do. How many of us in this room actually do what God says to do every day? Sometimes. Sometimes. We don't do it. Not every day. Why don't we do it? Because we're human. Because it's not any fun a lot of times. <laughs> a lot of times it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to live by God's standards sometimes. Especially when that guy you're sitting in traffic and you've been going down the road minding your own business, being nice in the lane that you're in, and some jerk pulls over in front of you and almost runs into you, you slam on your brakes and spill your coffee. What's your next reaction? You sorry Right? You salute him. Am I telling you am I telling you something you don't do? Yeah. I will, you know. So you can't count, Paul. We know that Paul has trouble with his arthritis. Well, when you say God bless you, they look at you like you're crazy and it counts. Well, when you say God bless you, guys, this is a church truth, right? When this really happens to you and you're actually going down the road and you holler out the window, God bless you, what do you really mean? <laughs> bless your heart. Exactly. I'm from Texas. I know what bless your heart means. <laughs> If y'all ain't from Texas and y'all don't know what bless your heart means, don't get offended when somebody says bless your heart. Okay? Because they're actually trying to be nice. They ain't say what they thought, okay? But I'm going to give you some truths this morning. The truth is, God is God. God is solid foundation. If we learn to put our feet on that solid foundation, we don't fall as often. Come on. And how do we get on that solid foundation, guys? The Word. Hearing and reading and praying. Fellowshipping with each other. You know what the greatest thing that holds me in line is? Y'all. Because when I get out of line, y'all going to let me know about it. Oh, yeah. Right? Amen. <laughs> If I get out of line and start doing the wrong thing, who's going to be the first ones to tell me? Me. Y'all. <laughs> 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 
Barbara, Linda, Harvey, Guns, Dale, Charlie, Dale. I don't listen to Dale. Dale's out of line half the time anyway. <laughs> he's back there. He can't see me. Probably can't hear me either because he's, he's old. He's shaking his head laughing. He's old. He probably can't hear me. But guys, the truth is we have got to get to a point where we understand that God in heaven is in charge. Amen. He has the final say. No matter what I'm going through on earth today, no matter how bleak it looks or how dark it looks or how hurtful it is, I can seek refuge from the pain and the suffering. I can sit down at the foot of the cross and I can talk to God about what's going on. And He'll stop the hurt. He'll remove the pain from my life. But I gotta trust him. I gotta believe in his power. I, I you know, everybody in this room has a story, right? That's right. Everybody has a story they can tell about this week of how bad it was. Every one of us. All of us have things that we can say, oh, I had a lousy week. But you know what? In my worst day of this week, I still had one thing that I could count on more than anything else. And that's God. At the end of the day, God got me through it. It may have hurt. It may hurt today. But at the end of the day, God is still in charge. Amen. And God's not going to let me fall. God's not going to let me down. God's Word says, I will not forsake you nor leave you. No matter what I'm going through or how bad it looks or how hard it is, all i got to do is remember, God is still there. My Christ still gives me strength. I need to learn to humble myself a little bit. I need to learn to quit depending on my abilities. I need to learn to stop trying to understand things that I can't understand and turn it over to God and let Him deal with it. How many of y'all have gone through some stuff that you just could not find the answer to? You just could not find the answer. And you said, okay, that's it, I'm done. And you sit down, and 15 minutes later the answer comes because God filled it. Every week when I'm doing school. Every week when you're doing school. I understand, Mandy. That's a challenge for you, and I understand that. Guys, it can be your schoolwork, it can be your job, it can be your finances, it can be your health. These kids. Yeah, your kids will make you want to trust the house. Or others. Or other kids. Other people's kids will drive you crazy too, I know. Or other people. Other people will drive you crazy. But let me tell you something. God is still God. Amen. God is still God. He hasn't pulled the plug yet. You know, our government, I get so tickled at people talking about our government. How bad our government is. I'm 60 years old, y'all. 
Our government has not been good for 60 years that I know of. It ain't changed. You want to know another secret? It ain't going to. God is going to change it one of these days, though. When He takes humans out of the picture, we'll have a good government. When it comes to the kingdom of God, we'll have a great government. Amen. We won't be fussing about who the leader is. We're going to be praising His name and singing hallelujah and shouting glory be it to God. I want to be one of those little things that flies around the throne saying, God is glory, God is glory, glory, glory. That's all I care about right now. It's not about this earth. It's not about what I have on this earth. It's not about the troubles I go through. It's about my walk with God. And if you ain't there today, you need to get there. It's about what you see in God's eyes, not in your eyes. You need to turn your life over to God and stop fighting yourself. It's come a time when we need to realize that this Word of God is the truth. He said, I am the truth, the light, and the way. No one comes to the Father except through me. You can't work yourself there. You can't buy yourself there. You can't live in the biggest house in the world and still go to heaven. You can't live in the gutter and not go to heaven. You don't have to deal with what you deal with. You deal with God. Uh Uh-oh. i got to deal with what God gives me. God gives me a mansion. Praise the Lord. God gives me a two-bedroom shack over in Saxon, Texas. Praise God. God takes me out of that and puts me in a cardboard box. Praise God. President of the United States is Donald Trump. Get over it. He is the president. And the Bible says that God puts the people in charge that He wants in charge. He has a purpose for every person He puts in charge. I don't like it. I may not want it. But guess what? Ain't none of my business. My business is serving God. My business is preaching the Word of God. If I do my job, God's going to bless me. God's going to keep me in His arms and I'm going to be okay. It don't matter who the president is. It don't matter what welfare says. It don't matter what the Congress says. It doesn't even matter what the mayor says. Don't get mad at me, Hogue. It don't matter what the government says. What's God say? God said, love your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and love your neighbors as you love yourself. Amen. If you complete these two things, you have completed every ordinance of the Bible. You have completed every commandment written. Love your God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. How many of y'all do that on a daily basis? Raise your hand and say I. Sometimes. Okay, That's let's right. fix that. Let's fix that. How do we fix it? By doing it. By starting to do it. Start trusting the God you serve. Is it easy? Nobody said it was. There ain't no preacher ever told you it's easy to serve God. If they did, they lied to you. Because obedience is hard. I don't care who it's from. Most especially when you have a room full of rebels like I got. <laughs> you play real catch, don't even know what rules are until somebody told you. Oh my goodness. Where was I when I stopped reading? Did I finish that whole thing? Yeah, I finished the whole thing, didn't you? It's not a bacon. It ain't. It ain't that big, but it's powerful. Yes, it is. 
God be merciful to us and bless us. God be merciful to us and bless us. Why, is he, why do we need him to be merciful? Because we're Pharaoh cats. We don't listen. Because we don't want what we deserve. That's right. That's right. I definitely don't want what I deserve. I do not want what I deserve. God paid a price where I don't have to get what I deserve. Amen. If I got what I deserved, I'd be laying in the grave. Yes, sir. And going to hell. But because of Jesus Christ on the cross, His bloodshed for me, I don't have to go to hell. Amen. I'm saved. <coughs> Is this something I said? <laughs> We're leaving everywhere. Listen, guys. You may not like what I say sometimes. You may not what I like what I read in here sometimes. But I will tell you this. What I read is the truth. Yes, sir. I saw a deal on Facebook here a while back said, I may clear the room or I may fill the room. Preaching the truth. If I empty the room out, you can't deal with the truth, I'm sorry. If I fill the room with truth, and you stay and hear it, and a little bit of it rubs off on you, you start living it, you'll find I'm not that far off base. Amen. I'm in the ballpark. Yes, sir. Do I live it every day? Sometimes. I'm just like you, I fail on a daily basis. But there's one good thing I do know. Every time I fail, he gets to get even better. He gets to do more in me. And the more he does in me, the better off I am. Because when I stop living with me, start living for him, and through him, I gain strength that I've never had. Oh, I'm getting older and my muscles are getting weaker and my, my mind's getting weaker. Amen. But my spirit's growing stronger every day. Huh? What are y'all talking about? Not getting old? There's a lot of amen about that I'm getting older thing. I don't know about y'all. But I got a secret for you. The older I get, the older y'all get. I'm still getting Huh? I know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I see y'all. I see a lot of the younger ones in here that are older than me. Oh, sometimes can't be fixed. Huh? Uh, uh, I said some things can't be fixed. Not even duct tape. We both were thinking the same thing. Do I? What about zip ties? Zip ties and Flexol don't fix everything either. But I want to tell you something, guys. I got a cure for you today if you lost. I got something for you today. If you need Jesus, all you got to do is just say, come get me. That's right. Amen. Come to me, God. I need you. You say, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner and I need Jesus. I need you to forgive me of all my sins. I need you to come and live in my heart forever. Come and take care of me. Watch over me. Lead me in where you want me to go. Just turn your life over to Him.
And immediately once you do that, this is going to happen. I know it for a fact. All your junk and all your extra weight that you carry around, I ain't talking about around your belly, I'm talking about in your mind. All that extra junk that you carry around with you will start falling off. Amen. And you'll find the peace that you've been looking for. It's through God. It's in my Savior. The man that hanged on that tree. That bled his blood. Took the beating that I deserved. Died the death that I should have died. Went to hell where I should be. Took the keys from the devil of life. And on the third day, just like it was prophesied, just like God planned it, He was risen up. He rose up. And to prove that He was alive still, He stayed on this earth a few more days. He was seen by thousands. They all saw Him. And He stood on the mountain with His disciples. And He gave them this that you need to carry with you today. When you leave this building, I want you to carry this with you. I go to prepare you a place. And where I am, you will be. Go out into the world and make disciples of every nation. Y'all hear that? Every nation. Every country. Every person. Oh, Jared, does that include bikers? Yes. Does that include skateboarders? Yep. Does that include gamers? Definitely. Does that include business people? Yes. It's everybody. Doesn't matter what nationality you are. Doesn't matter what color your skin is. Doesn't matter what you've been through. Doesn't matter what you've done. The man that hung on this cross paid the price for you. Amen. He brought salvation to you. And all you got to do is ask him in. You're living a life outside of God right now. You're hooked on drugs. You're hooked on alcohol. You're hooked on pornography. You're hooked on immorality. You've got to you cheat on your wife or you cheat on your husband and you're doing things that you know you're not supposed to be doing you ain't hiding it from God you may hide it from us but you ain't going to hide it from God and when the last day comes it don't matter what I think it has nothing to do with what I think about you it has everything to do with what God thinks about you and whose blood's on you I'm not going to stand here behind this pulpit and tell you you can be saved and go out and do what you want to. I'm not going to preach that. I'm not going to preach to you that you can go out there and live for hell and go to heaven. I ain't going to preach that. I will preach this. If you belong to God and you've asked Him for the forgiveness that you should be asking Him for and you're living every day of your life in that, in that constant prayer of forgiveness, Accept the fact that yes, I am a sinner. And I'm going to sin. I don't want to, but I'm going to. But I'm going to ask God every night before I go to sleep, forgive me of all my sins. Amen. I ask Him to forgive the ones I knew I made. I even ask Him to forgive the ones I didn't even know I did. But I'm going to tell you something. A lot of times you sin and don't even know you did it. Amen. Y'all believe that? Yes, sir. I believe there's hidden sins that we don't even know we did. 
We didn't even think about it. It's just been habit so much of our life. Right. Like that one-handed salute that we do every once in a while. Oh. You're forgiven for it. You may not even think about doing it, but you got forgiven for it if you ask him. If you die on this earth, covered in the blood of Jesus and repented of your sins, there's no way you're not going to heaven. Because I believe God's word is truth. Amen. He says, if I'm forgiven, I will inherit the kingdom of God. If I believe in Jesus Christ and I, I repent of my sins and I try to do the best I can, I'm going to heaven. And I'm going to tell you all another secret. You may not like this part of it, but you'll get over it. I can't forgive you of your sins. I don't have that power. I'm wrapped in flesh. There is not a man on this planet that you can go sit in a closet or sit in a chair or sit down at his desk and ask him for forgiveness. And him say, oh, I forgive you. I'll tell you something. If you're trusting man to forgive you, you're in deep trouble. Yep. And I don't care what you believe. God, Jesus Christ, is the only way into heaven. Amen. Jesus is the only one that can and will forgive you of your sins. And that's the truth. If you don't know Jesus today, it's time to meet him. He's already ready to meet you. He's been begging you for years to come to Him. Amen. He's been dealing with you on a daily basis ever since you started, got big enough to make a decision. He's been dealing in your life. A lot of people say, well, my conscience has been bothering me. Let me tell you something. You know what your conscience is? The Holy Spirit dealing with you. The only way you come to Christ is through the Holy Spirit. A lot of people think it's the other way around. You get Christ, then you get the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Without the Holy Spirit, you can't find Christ. And there's going to be people who disagree with that. That's okay. Disagree all you want to. But I got a shirt that I wear once in a while up here. It says, every name shall bow. And every name will confess Him as Lord. It's going to happen. Oh, you're preaching when Jesus comes. Yep, I am. But you know what scares me worse than Jesus coming back? You dying before he comes back and going to hell anyway. Because if you don't know him, you're going to hell. That's right. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that, right? I'm not supposed to tell you that if you're lost and you don't have Jesus in your life and you die, you're going to hell. That's not politically correct anymore. But guess what? I haven't been politically correct for thirty for sixty years. I'm not going to start today. I'm going to tell you what God said. God said. Whoever shall call upon my name shall have everlasting life. Amen. The only way to have everlasting life is to call on Jesus' name. And I don't care what the superstars tell you. I don't care what Scientology tries to tell you. I don't care about none of that. What I care about, this book right here that says, Holy Bible, Amen. says that there's only one way into heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ. Amen. Get a hold of it, folks. Do it before you die. Do it before it's too late. I want everybody to bow your head and close your eyes. I don't know if the Holy Spirit's dealing with you this morning or not. 
Yeah, that's one of the things that I don't have pertinent information on is who's saved and who ain't saved. I don't have a list. I can go look at the way you're living and say, well, he, he's trying to be godly. But do I know for sure whether you're saved or not? I don't have that clue. But I know who does. If your name ain't written in the book of life, you're not going to heaven. If your name's not on the list, you ain't going. And I only know one way to get your name on the list, and that's except Christ. So if you don't know if your name's on the book or not, and you want to make sure it is, it don't hurt to raise your hand here in a minute and say, I need Jesus. I need to accept the Lord today. And don't fool yourself when you were 12, 10, 6, 5, and all that, and you, you went and got baptized, and you think, well, that's all I had to do. There'll be a lot of people bust hell wide open and think they're saved. Because they're going to stand up in front of God and they're going to say, Christ, I, I, I prayed over people. I cured. I have to pray over people and get them cured. I went to church every Sunday. I did everything I'm supposed to do. And he's going to look at them and say, depart from me for I know you not. Why would he do that? Because you've never had a relationship with him personally. Don't take that chance, guys. If there's any doubt in your mind whether you have a personal relationship with Christ this morning, let's fix it today. Let's fix it right now. While the Holy Spirit's still talking to you. Listen to the voice in your head. If Christ is saying, I need to accept Christ today, I haven't been doing right. And I know I need Jesus in my life. Do not hesitate one more minute. If you're in this room and you don't have a personal relationship with Christ, won't you slip your hand up in here and say, that's me, Jared. I need Jesus to come into my life right now. I need to make sure that it's not just head knowledge. I need to know for a fact that he's there. That's you. Raise your hand right now. Just raise your hand up in here. Don't worry about what somebody thinks. Because I guarantee you this, ain't nobody in this room is going to judge you badly for just not accepting Christ. I promise you. Alright, now I'm going to go a little deeper. You truly believe you believe in Jesus Christ and you've been inviting Him into your life. But you know without a shadow of a doubt you ain't been living for Him. You haven't been trusting with your life. You haven't been doing the right things and you know it. And you got sin all over you. And you need Jesus to come in and clean you up again. Clean your slate off. Maybe even give you a new heart again. Why don't you slip your hand up and say, I need that right now. I need Jesus to fix me right now. I need to take away all that hurt and all that pain and all that suffering and all that stuff that's been going on in my life. And I know for a fact that I need Jesus more than I've ever needed Him in my entire life. And I haven't been doing what He called me to do. I haven't been living the way the Word told me to. And I want to repent and turn away from it. If you, that's you, I want you to stand up right where you are. Stand up right now. Do not be ashamed. Do not be disheartened. Just accept the fact that you need Jesus to fix you. 
My most gracious Heavenly Father, you see the ones standing here today. You see the ones that are standing up for you. They need a special touch from you today. They need you to remove the sin from their life and re-energize their walk with you. God, you are the fixer of hearts. Fix them right now. All y'all standing up, I want you to know something. I cannot pray the prayer for you. My prayer is for me, not for you. You've got to ask God yourself for that forgiveness. I want you to take a minute, and in your own words, in your own heart, what you feel, just tell God what's going on in your life, what you need Him to do. Just take that time right now and do it. Go ahead and sit down. When you feel the peace of God come over you, go ahead and sit down. Guys, look at me. Look here at me. A lot of people today just rededicate their life to God. And if you didn't do it and you need to, for whatever reason you didn't stand up, God knows your heart. God knows where you're at in your walk. And He will cleanse you and fix you. It's just the fact of life. I want you to leave here today blessed. I want you to know that the God you serve is sovereign. He does love you. And He does care what happens to you. And He wants every one of you to live a better life. He wants you to walk in peace and glory. He wants you to have things you've never had. John 10, 10 says that the devil is a liar. That he comes to seek, to destroy, and to kill. And Jesus' referring to him was, I come that you may have life more abundant and full of joy. One of the last things he told his disciples is, I leave you, but I leave you with something. I leave you with my joy. Be joyful in the name of the Lord. Leave here today knowing that the peace of God is there with you. And no matter how you feel inside, God is still there. He 
He's never turned his back on you. And he never will. A little Old Testament, a little New Testament, a little in-between Testaments. But God is still sovereign. Amen. He is who He says He is. Now you be who you say you are. Confess your sins on a daily basis. Live for God every day that you can. Every day you wake up, thank God for the blessing of you. Thank God for the trials that you go through. Because when you go through trials and tribulations, He's building your strength. He's building your courage. And most of all, He's building your faith. Bow your heads one more time. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this time today that we've had to come together in your house. I thank you for the love that you had when you wrote the book of the Bible. I thank you for the people that you chose today that you led to another place in their life. I don't believe for one minute that somebody came here by accident. Each person in this room was here today because God called them. Each person that's watching these videos and listening to this radio show is hearing it because God appointed it. This is their time. I believe that with all my heart. Inside this room, we had a lot of people give their life to Christ this morning. Outside of this room, I don't know how many of y'all are going to do it. I know there's phone numbers and ways to contact us to let us know what's going on in your life. If you're in the sound of my voice and you accepted Christ today, are you asking God back into your life again? Get the addresses. Get the phone numbers. Let us know that you're listening and that God's working in your life. We'll put you on our prayer list and we'll keep praying for you. And everybody in this room that's sitting here wondering, is JR ever going to shut up? Probably not, but I will for now. Dear Heavenly Father God, thank you so much for your son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Les? Les, you got something for me this morning? Yes, sir. Okay, <laughs> lay it on me. Church, thank God for what all he does for us. He sent his only beloved son to save us, and we want to be so self-centered if... We don't listen to what God's saying. Church, love one another. Your own kids, folks. You neglect them. You don't visit them. You don't call them. Now, Bible knows. Get out of here. You can't stay here. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. If you have prayer requests or need to contact us, please email us at bikerchurchwileytexas at gmail.com or call 214 283 0620. Please send all written correspondence to 303 Highway 78, Suite 103, Wiley, Texas 75098. And if you wish to make a donation, please make all checks payable to PSMM. God bless you and have a great day.